1: Welcome to Strange Familiars. How are you doing tonight, Allison? Doing well. We're getting closer to Halloween.
2: Yeah. Brown leaf vertigo and all that stuff.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Speaking of Halloween, we did a very special show for patrons. I just recorded it tonight with Josh Cutchen and Delaney Bowers. It's one of the paranormal ballad shows, but this is on a ballad about a young man who gets abducted by fairies and the woman who saves him. It's called Tamlin, and it takes place on Halloween. So that's going to be our Halloween show for patrons. If you want to be a patron, if you want to support Strange Familiars and get those extra shows, patreon.com slash strange familiars.
2: Hey, happy anniversary.
1: Oh, yeah, it's our anniversary on Halloween. <laughs> it's like three years, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the big 25, right?
2: Yeah, we're both turning 25 this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you getting me for my anniversary?
2: A silver Bigfoot, which is the 25-year gift. I think. Oh, okay.
1: Speaking of Bigfoot, on tonight's show, we've got a Bigfoot double feature. Creature double feature.
2: Oh, I love creature double features.
1: First, we're going to be talking with John, who has this really cool story about a Bigfoot. And he did some sign language, and the Bigfoot did the sign language back to him before it walked off. Really, really interesting story. And the second story, we're going to be talking with Sandra and Chad, who... While they didn't see a creature, they found these really weird three-toed tracks.
2: Are they the ones you have the casts of?
1: Yes, Chad sent me the casts of them. They're really weird, and there's a story that goes with it that, you know, kind of adds this element of of kind of strangeness to it. They also have some stories about UFOs and stuff as well. But first, let's talk to John. Now, I'm not sure how clear it is in the interview. John talks about giving these, these hand signs to it. But we're not talking about, like, American Sign Language. He was Native American, and he says these are signs that he was taught. Oh, okay. One means, like, go in peace. One means people, and one means man. These are the three signs he signed at the creature. The creature walked out, and he makes these signs. So, go in peace, people, man. So, that's what he's just he was trying to communicate with this thing. He didn't know what else to do. The creature signs back to him. But it only signs the one sign, and I don't know how clear we are in this when we're interviewing this, because he's demonstrating to it. So I want to, for the audience, I want it to be clear. The only sign that the creature gives back to him is the go in peace sign before it walks away. So if it was just mimicking him, it sure picked an interesting one to mimic. Yeah. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. John also has some other stories about some encounters that happened around the same area to people he knew and so forth. So it's a really interesting interview. So Chad, Octavian, and I met John at the location of this sighting, which was in Goldsboro, Pennsylvania. It's in York County, right near Three Mile Island, right along the river. You'll hear Chad and I ask questions. I don't think Octavian asked any questions, but he was there. I am trying to document every Bigfoot sighting in York County, Pennsylvania, ever. If you know of one, if you've had one, please get in touch I love meeting witnesses at the location of their sightings and recording their interviews on site like this. Let's go ahead and get to John.
3: So, like this here used to be all, like, these here are all river lots. And uh, that used to be our lot. This was uh guy named Rob, like that was his family's lot. So, like I said, Used to come down here. If I wasn't working, I was here. I was here morning, I was at my uh, at my house. So I'd sleep here overnight. I had a pickup truck all geared up to go camping. This was our lot. Uh, you'd go down that way. There a couple other lots down that way where people would hang out. I don't see anybody down here. You might be able to walk down through without getting in trouble. So, it was probably like... It was right around the 4th of July, because I knew I took off for vacation. vacation. What year was it? Like, 88. Okay. Because I graduated in 87, had some boring factory job right after I graduated. Yeah, January 89, I was supposed to go in the Navy. So, there's like, I don't know what you want to call that, like a runoff for water to run into the the river. Mm Mm-hmm. That used to be our fire pit where all that stuff was right there. None of this was here back then. And then we had our dock out that way. So, come down here. Like, it's all it's as quiet as it is, like, now. Even at nighttime, it was even worse. Like, like pitch quiet. So, I'm down here hanging out, like I always do. Every now and then, you get a couple drunk people come down here. Not realize that, like, hey, if people are down here camping. So, I'm out here on the dock. So, it's probably about a six or eight foot walkway that we had. And then the dock sat out off in here to the river. I had a fire going back there in the fire ring. I had uh, two stands here for like the old Coleman gas lanterns to see like to walk down this way. So, I'm standing down there, like out there fishing at night. Now, over there is Hill Island. That's the high point of Hill Island, and then that's the flat point of Hill Island. And then up there, through those rocks, up through there, you can actually cross and get in the Hill Island up to the up on the upper section. That's all like cabins and stuff over there. I mean, you got to take the ferry or a boat over there. Mm. Um, there is a guy that lives way up there on the top. He has like this cool long cabin kind of deal. I ran into him when I was like deer hunting over there. So it was, oh man, it might have been like. I got off work, got down here, it might have been like, I'll say two, two o'clock in the morning, so I'm down here fishing, and the water's nice and calm, next thing you know it's like, the air stops, the bullfrogs stop, like there's nothing, nothing going on, and I'm like, the hair on the back of my neck standing up, I'm like looking around, I'm like, alright, what the heck is going on now, get the heebie-jeebies, right, all of a sudden I hear this loud splash, I'm like, alright, that's kind of odd. And then you can hear splash, splash, splash. And I'm like, all right. So
4: this not to interrupt you. The splash was up to where the rocks are. Yeah, up there with them rocks.
3: And I'm like, all right, so this is kind of weird. Now, my truck is probably parked up there by that tree. Now, my dad's career army, my brother's career army, my uncle's career army. I was always taught if I carry a shotgun, it's double-hot buckshot, pumpkin ball, double-hot buckshot, pumpkin ball. That's in the truck. Oh. I'm out there. I'm out there in the middle of the river. I'm like, all right, so what do I do now? Because whatever it is, it, it's not natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been down here enough to know that whatever is around here isn't... is big enough that I need something other than two fists. So, you could just tell by the size of the, the, yeah, the yeah, splashes. Yeah. Like Yeah. Here. yeah Okay. Because it was like a splash, and then you heard a splash, and then you heard like... so. It, it was walking probably yeah. okay yeah so like i'm still standing down there and i'm standing on the dock and i'm kind of looking around and i'm looking around like i said like nothing is moving like there's no air there's nothing it's like time stops and then i hear a rustling over there and then next thing i know it was probably this area right here I was by the telephone pole it jumped it, pretty much steps across this and it comes out probably like eight foot tall black figure steps out and I had a fire going now it wasn't roaring fire but it was high enough that I could light up that whole area and then with my gas lanterns and stuff I can see it strides like this it stops doesn't turn its head because I can't see a neck it twists it looks at the fire twists and like leans like this and looks at me And it's looking at me, and I'm standing there like, I'm like, all right, what's this? So I'm Native American. My uncle got me really involved in a lot of this stuff, so I'm like, all right. So I know there's, like, things that watch over Native American people. So I stand there, and I'm like, all right, what do I do? So I'm looking at it, and I go like this. It's a sign of peace, like, safe travel, peace, however you want to interpret it it's looking at me so I go like this this is a sign for man so I go man peace and then like if you go like this this is people so I point at my side. I go like this I go like that I don't know if it was mimicking me it just stands there like this it stops it goes like that and then turns like this and walks straight up towards the railroad tracks wow and it kind of when it gets up to about where that green building is, it kind of stops, it turns around to see if I'm following it, and then it just keeps on walking. So that was peace, yeah. Do yeah, you, do so, you
4: mind if I videotape you? Doing no, no, the go ahead. Yeah.
3: I mean, I haven't done it, so I'm kind of rusty on this uh, stuff. No, it so, doesn't it. have to be perfect, my yeah. Friend. So, like I said, like I went like this, and then like this is a sign for man, so and then this is like people, so it's like kind of like peace guys tap like this like I'm a man or person like I said I still don't know if he was just like because I know apes will mimic, we'll yeah, mimic. Sure. So, yeah. And it yeah didn't mimic anything else other than that wow
4: I forgot to hit the video so <laughs> go ahead and do it again <laughs> okay. sorry about All right. that yeah yeah
3: so so the like, so peace peace this is man and then this, is, this people. is people okay now Native American sign language also crosses over to US standard sign language or whatever they call it mm-hmm. in this point but so. what,
4: can I ask you another question? Sure. What nation are you of?
3: Northern Cheyenne, Dogman okay. Tribe. Okay. So that was the middle of the week, like I said. It was before fourth of July. So Fourth of July, we had a big picnic down here, big party, whole family was down here. Up there about where those boats are, those pontoon boats. Mm-hmm. My parents' camper was up there. And so everybody all left. I still had vacation time, so I was down here. So I like Figured out a way that if if I figured out my holidays and my vacation time, I can pretty much take like a whole month off of work Like and figure yeah. out the system, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm down here. Everybody leaves. It's probably like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and my truck is still parked down here where I normally park. That's my spot. That's where I park. So I was going to go crash in the camper instead of sleeping in my back truck. All of a sudden, I got the heebie-jeebies. I mean, the heebie-jeebies real bad. And it was like... I'm looking around, I'm looking around, there's nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, all right, it's dark out. I'm scaring myself. Started like it just got worse. I lay down in the camper, it got worse. I'm like, all right, what's going on? And it's like you're psyching yourself out. You're in your own head. So I'm like, all right, oh yeah, Harrisburg International Airport's right on the other yeah. side. <laughs> so I kind of think that's what it was. <laughs> you're the so I'm like, all right, so I get out, I come over and I'm I come down to my truck. I'm messing around my truck and it's getting worse and it's like I'm getting that vibe like I'm like alright I'm out did you recognize it was the same feeling you had before or was this it was something completely different different. it was different it was worse than what like I had the heebie jeebies in but it was like I wasn't like psyched out enough like it was just like I was just like that time I felt like I wasn't supposed to be here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like I was supposed to leave and so I was like all right. so I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm looking around and I don't see anything. And so I go, okay, I'm gonna leave. Let me put the fire out. Let me clean up a little bit and I'll leave. You guys can do whatever you want to do. I'm done. So I pour a bunch of water. I come down, get a bucket of water, throw it on the fire. I lock up the camper, get my truck and I leave. I go home. My dad goes, you're home early. And I'm like, yeah, dude. I was like, I got spooked out down there. He goes, really? I'm like, yeah, he goes, well, what about the camper? I said, I locked it as best I could. I don't have a key for the one door. He goes, all right. So he came down, put his clothes on, boots, pants, whatever, came down. He's like, I'll lock up the camper. So I came with him and I brought the shotgun again. So we came down through and came down and he goes, smells like wet dog down here. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, I smelled wet dog before, When I told you that black thing came out in the middle of the woods, like out from the middle of the woods and stuff. And he goes, well, we're just going to lock up the camper and we're going to leave. And that's what we did. So we locked up the camper and we left. Come down probably about the following weekend. I'm down here doing my thing. I'm out there fishing, whatnot. I get the heebie-jeebies. It's not as bad. It's just like you feel like somebody's watching you. Sure. So I'm out there. And like, I'm looking around and I'm like, all right, so I don't see nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm like, just let it go, come back. I get my truck, I go back to sleep and i go to sleep. And then I wake up in the next morning and it doesn't look like anything's disturbed. The fire's still going. I'm like, okay, maybe i just out here in the middle of the wood. Like, cause down here it's pitch black you can freak yourself out. Like, there are owls out here, and Native Americans don't like owls because owls can steal our souls and stuff like that. So every now and then you'll hear hoot owls. I and cross-references with what I learned this weekend, yeah, two so, weekends ago. So, like, there's, like, um, bullfrogs and stuff out here, and so, like, there's animal sounds. Like, there are deer around here, so you can hear, like, noises and stuff at night, and especially when there's no light, mm-hmm. you can freak yourself out. So there's like a couple of times I come down after that and I'm down here and I'm like, I get, you can still, you can still feel it. Either somebody's watching me from over there or somebody's watching me from, from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. So I just, I come down here. So when I come down, I started announcing myself. I used to come down and be like, hi, I am here. <laughs> yeah. I am doing my thing. Go about your business. Right. I mean, no harm. I'm yeah. here.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing. So yeah. like, sure.
3: So that kind of settled down a little bit. So, um, like I said, God lives here, his name was, they had their campsite, I say live, but that's pretty much what we did. And through the summer, as you pretty much were hanging out down here. Mm-hmm. So his name was Rob. I think it was his grandparents owned it all. I'm down here. It's probably, it was a Friday. I know it was a Friday and it was right, like, sort of after school and stuff started. I pretty much knew everybody that was over there in Rob's lot, like, Rob, his grandparents, other people that came down, Rob's granddaughters, stuff came down. So I knew, like, pretty much they were, like, second family. So it was a Friday, and it was after the football game. Now, she lives, they live up by Capital City Mall. And I guess their school had a football game on Friday, so they came down here to see Rob, see if Rob was in there sleeping in his van. So they stopped up at Rob's, part of his driveway, and it's just me down here. So I'm down here at the dock. And Rob's granddaughter, or I guess it would be his niece or whatever. So they come down and they're like, hey John, how's it going? And now these girls are probably anywhere, they're around 17. They're high school girls. So they're like, hey hey, John, how's it going? I'm like, what are you two doing down here by yourself? And like, this ain't a spot to be down here by yourself. And they're like, well, we wanted to see if Rob was here. I was like, no, Rob ain't here. So they're like, all right, do you mind if we hang out? I'm like, go ahead, hang out as long as you want. But just know this is ain't a nice place to hang out. Mm-hmm. I mean wasn't the wild west but we there's a lot of people that come down here and party right right it's a different world down here mm-hmm. on the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly so we're all out here hanging out my truck's down here and i had a fire going up there so we're all hanging up there by the fire and we're all talking and laughing and having a good time so i'm like all right about time you guys leave so you don't get in trouble and i get in trouble i walk them up to their car now, they live, like I said, if you drive straight where we turn, if you drive straight up, that takes you to Fairview Township. So then you can hit 83 from Fishing Creek, drive up to New Cumberland, take the New Cumberland exit, and that's how they get home. So, they're here. I have to walk them up to their car. They turn around. They head up. I walk down here to the fire, and I'm getting ready to put the fire out. Next thing I know, I hear beep, 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 and the lights are flashing, lights are flashing on and off. Beep, 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 beep. Lights are flashing. I'm like, what the heck is that? So here they come, flying. I mean, flying. Like, they had to be at least on, like, 60, 70. Wow. And they're flying down through. They come flying down through. They barely make the turn. They barely make it right there. And we have a, one of them swinging, like, half-inch. It's a swinging, like, swinging gate. It's a big mm. pipe gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had it up there, and it was closed. She barely stopped for that. These girls are pale white. I mean, they're super white, like notebook paper white. They're freaking out. They're crying. They're bawling. They're upset. And I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? Did you hit a deer or something? And I'm looking at the car, and they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what is wrong? Calm down. They're freaking out. They're bawling. You ever see the movies where they're freaking out, and you slap them, and they calm them down yeah. kind of deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, this girl's friend, the, the one niece or whatever, her friend goes, this large black guy was chasing our car. I stopped and I'm like, it's after midnight. There's no large black. And I'm not telling them what I saw like two weeks earlier. I'm like, there's no large black people out here chasing your car. So if you go up that road, the woods is there. There's a clearing. There's a barn, farmhouse. On the other side of the road is all field. And now it's a housing development. If you go up the road further, there is the cemetery. And I know they didn't make it to the cemetery because it wasn't that long and I don't even and there's really no place to turn around because there's two ditches I don't know how that girl turned her car around but she was like it ran up past our car and I'm like what do you mean it ran up past your car and she goes this large black man ran up past our car and I'm like there's nobody out here it's just me you two and nothing but woods I was like you probably saw a bear, or not a bear, but you probably saw a deer or something. No, 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 it was taller than the car. It ran past the car and stood in the middle of the road. Wow.
1: Were they moving when it ran past? Yeah, them? yeah. Wow. They were driving. Wow.
3: Because they just left here.
4: And so that was, it had to have been flying or running pretty yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. Because
3: <laughs> yeah. she was like, she was like, it just came out of nowhere.
4: I mean, even if they were doing 10 miles an hour, that's still.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's trucking and like what's a what's a human average run 35 miles an hour like i think like
1: usain bolt might be that yeah i think the the, the normal person is probably around 20 miles an hour at at top Top speed speed, yeah yeah. Yeah.
3: so like i said there's like two ditches i don't know how she turned that car around but they came down they came down they're balling they're freaking out and she's like i don't want to leave i'm like well you can't stay here you guys are going to get in trouble your mom and dad's are going to come home and like well You're going to find out you're here and Rob's not here. So they're freaking out. They're freaking out. And I'm like, all right, sleep in the back of the truck. I'll sleep in the front of the truck in the cab. I'll sleep there with my shotgun. So you two are all right. So early morning, Rob comes down. Rob works night shift at some warehouse. So Rob came down. I walked up. I was like, yo, Rob. I said, your niece and her friend are sleeping in the back of the truck. I was like, something scared them last night. When they came down looking for you, something scared them last night. And he goes, what do you mean scared them? I said, they said some big black thing came out of the woods and chased their car. And he goes, really? He's like, I was down here once before and something came out of the woods at my car, at my van. He goes, something came out of the woods at my van. He goes, I just floored it down here and it didn't follow me across the tracks. Wow. And I'm like, all right, cool. So at least, you know, so Rob came over, woke him up and they went home. So it was like, couple like um probably middle of, middle of school year they all came down and her mom and dad came down and her dad was like hey thanks for uh, letting a girl sleep here they told me what happened and I told him that it was just probably they were tired and just made something up like saw something flash in front of them and like he's like you know how girls get upset real easy and I'm like yeah dude like uh I was down here and I saw something bigger than me come out of the woods so I'm not knocking what they saw so little mountain that's kind of over there i know my nephews and stuff went hunting over there and when they were hunting over there during deer season they were getting rocks thrown at them from someplace wow and they just thought it was one of the local people because a bunch of this stuff i don't know if it still is but a bunch of this stuff used to be uh trespassing no mm-hmm. trespassing mm-hmm. Signs. Mm-hmm. so we're hillbilly kids we don't really care about fucking <laughs> <laughs> so, i guess that makes me a hillbilly I, said, well, I guess i was too <laughs> i'm like did you guys get anything and he was like no something somebody was throwing you like some a-hole was throwing rocks at us and i'm like throwing rocks at you now i watched some of the stuff i used to watch some of the stuff on television i used to like read the books but i really wasn't all that all that into like right Rock throwing and yeah, yeah. tree smacking. I don't back, think it was. It wasn't a thing back. Then. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was like
1: widely publicized. No. the Rock throwing until the internet. Yeah, really, until you know? the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't
3: really yeah. none of that stuff. Like, that. so yeah. I didn't really like. You could hear stuff out here at night, but I'm like, all right, whatever. It's just like right. Yeah, and
4: it, like, that wasn't a thing in the '80s. Yeah, yeah. '90s. I, yeah, or
0: anything. We, well, yeah. we
1: didn't have a way to exchange the information. Yeah. So I think yeah. the
4: only rock throwing I heard like was. What happened in what Ape Canyon or whatever out there in the Yeah. Area. But back yeah. then Bigfoot yeah. was in the Pacific Northwest wasn't right. there in PA. Right. So yeah, and we didn't know any better then.
3: Yeah, and over there they were what, like basketball sized rocks in Ape Canyon getting thrown? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, they, they said bullet well it depends on the report. Some yeah. say Boulder, some say whatever. Yeah, but yeah. But but yeah, so they they're like, No, nah, we left it like like somebody was throwing rocks at us. And I'm like, All right, like what, rocks like this? And they're like, No, nah, like softball sized rocks and they're like brushing it off like yeah, some guy, that's the guy that owns it, was throwing rocks at us instead of coming down and saying, hey, I don't want you hunting here. I'm just going to throw a bunch of rocks at you so you can't go hunting. Mm, yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm not going to be out here throwing rocks. It's like softball-sized rocks at you. I mean...
1: Especially if you're armed. Yeah. I, there's
4: a better way to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think you just yell at me, hey, yeah, you know, my property. <laughs> exactly. Proper yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. exactly. you hey, And I've been hunting places where they're like, a guy comes down and goes, hey, look, I know you're hunting. I don't really appreciate you. i like this is private property. Right. Will you please leave? Yeah. I'm like yeah, sure, no problem. I'm not going to argue with you. This is your property, and right. I leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I stumbled upon your stuff that I heard about like how they can mimic mimic voices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I can't. I'm out in the woods all the time you probably hear this from all the like white people all the time that we're out here like country boys are out here in the woods all the time like doing wood stuff And but I'm up in the Poconos Carbon County Boulder Field's off the one side the campground's on the other side it's right, it's like November end of the camp season it's just me now the park rangers know me up there they know I can take care of myself which uh, Which park was it up there um, I'm a little bit familiar with that area Let's see. What is it? Um, if you can't remember, don't worry about it. Boulder Field. Like if you turn, if you know where Boulder Field is, the campgrounds right across the street from Boulder. Field. Okay. Okay. Um, hi, like about. Hick's Runner, not Hick's Run. Um, I can't remember what the Hickory name. Hickory Run. Hickory Run. Yeah, that's yep. it. I know Hickory where you're Run. At. Yeah.
4: Know where
3: you're at. So I'm in Hickory Run. I'm in the campsite, and the park ranger guy comes up. He goes, "Hey, look, I know the park. It's, it's. You're the only one here." There's gonna be some girls coming down here. They're gonna be camping. I'm like, all right. He goes, keep an eye out on them. And I'm like, okay. So if you go outside the campground, Ian, he'll know. Like if you turn from the campground, if you turn right, you go down over the hill. At the very bottom of the hill, there's like like a turkey hill or something. Halfway up that is the police state. State police station. Halfway up from that is the fire company. The park rangers right down the street. The park ranger's house is right down the street. So, ten miles is the most that. You gotta go to, in case something bad happens. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Yeah, sure, no problem. I'm like so they go down and they got their little campsite. So they do their thing. I know the one day she said she was going to Jim Thorpe to check out Jim Thorpe, the jail cell about the the hand that's on the wall of yeah, the jail yeah, cells yeah. kinda like the touristy stuff. And I'm just doing my camp and stuff and I went over to Boulder Field, I hung out, out there, came back and it's like nighttime. Dusk. They got a fire going and stuff like that. And I think the one girl's name was Sarah. All of a sudden, I hear them like getting like loud, panic loud. So I'm like, I sit up. I got a fire going, and I'm sitting there. I get up, I'm like looking, and I'm like, all right, what's going on down here? They're running around. They're running around. They're looking, and I'm like, all right, what's going on? So I'm looking. Next thing I know, they come running up through. They come running up. They're from maybe me to that tree over there that you can barely like that tree there that's where their campsite is okay so they come running they're running full out they're like who's all out here i'm like it's just us why and she goes well there's somebody out there saying sarah in the woods oh weird and i'm like well who's sarah and they're like and the girl goes i'm sarah and i'm like all right so who do you know up here and she goes nobody we're up here we're from um that are from like college, right. from yeah. Penn State campus, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we're down here just camping because we want to go to Jim Thorpe and like all that kind of stuff." And I'm like, "All right, so who knows you're down here?" And she's like, "Nobody, nobody knows we're down here." And they're saying Sarah, right? And she's like, "Yeah." And the other girl, she's freaking out. She's like, "Well, who's all back here?" And I'm like, "It's just us. There's nobody back here. You have to like get out of here. You have to drive at least three miles down the road to you find your first house." I said, them people are old as shit, and they're not going to be out in the woods yelling, Sarah. Right. I know those two people because they have a two apple trees in their yard. Well, Across the street, they have a barn and a yard. There is probably at least 50 deer every night mm-hmm. or morning at this apple field. Right, like, yeah, yeah. Like, getting apples that fall on the ground. I'm big into photography, so I used to go up there, and they used to let me lay out in their yard in a ghillie suit and take pictures oh, of cool. the deer, yeah. like, getting apples and stuff. And so... I said, they're old as dirt. They're not going to be out here in the woods, y'all, and Sarah. Like, whispering Sarah. So, did he say anything else? They're like, no. They're just going, Sarah, Sarah, Oh, weird. Sarah, And I'm like, all right. So, what do you want to do? And she's like, well, all our stuff is over there. I said, okay. I said, I got a shotgun. I'll walk down there. You can get your stuff. Move all your stuff up here beside me if you want. No, no, no. I don't want to go down. And the other girl's like, I don't want to go down. I was like All right, I was like, "All right, here's the keys to my car." I said, "If something happens to me, I'll go get your stuff. If something happens to me, go out here, turn right, police station. It's a fire station, then the police station. And if you pass all those, go right straight to the gas station and call nine one one. The cops are like two minutes up the road." Okay, okay, okay. So I walk down. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. I'm like gathered up whatever like they needed. Brought it back, left them sleep in my tent, and I slept in my car. Like I said, I didn't follow this stuff enough to know that right, they yeah, could sure. mimic
1: voices. I, again I don't think that was too widely
3: publicized until yeah. later on. Yeah. So and I like I said, I know for a fact there's nobody back there. What is it? Three miles down the road, the other way is the paintball field. But there's yeah, yeah but there's nobody gonna you be you weren't
4: you guys weren't near the old gold settlement no. where the you know where I'm talking about. Yeah. With the, um the dam is. Yeah, Boy, no, that's, that settlement that got wiped out by the flood.
3: Yeah, no, that's
4: that's the other way. I that's think. the other way. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's at least five to ten miles down up, the road. More. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so they're freaked out. So the park ranger comes up the next morning to check on everybody. He goes, "How'd everything go last night?" I said, "I don't know. Somebody was out in the woods like saying this one girl's name." And he goes, "Which girl was that?" And I was like, "I don't know. They're in there sleeping." And he goes, "Okay." Oh, I'll take a report they come out I wake him up I'm like hey the park ranger's out here he wants to take a report of what happened last night so they tell him he's writing all this stuff down in a book he goes I'll keep my eyes out he goes once again it's the end of the camping season there's no campers here except for you guys and the only reason why I let you guys here is because John's here mm-hmm. he's like I know John because I the one year I camped up there in the middle of December right after Christmas had two weeks off for um shutdown plant and I woke, I had to dig myself out of the tent because it snowed <laughs> overnight. And the dude brought, the dude actually brought, yeah, dude brought firewood. On that. Yeah. The dude's <laughs> wife made him bring me firewood and make sure I didn't freeze in the middle of the night. And so he wrote everything down. And then I think it was the following, it was spring, he contacted me and he goes, hey, do you have uh, any information from them girls? I was like, no, nah, man. I said, I forgot about all that. He goes, well, we had a couple hikers out here. That were saying that people were yelling like a name through the woods. I was like, I brushed it off, right? I'm Mm -hmm. like, you have Boulder Field back here? I said, People hike all over Boulder Field. Across the street is a old church and an old schoolhouse that used to be there. Like and I'm like, You have people over there all the time. I said, You got people everywhere around there So the park's really popular. Yeah. And I was like, that might have been what somebody else heard. I don't know if it's all related to these two girls. I said, these two girls were from uh, the campus all the way up in Happy Valley, and they just happened to come down here just to go to Jim Thorpe. Other than that, that's all I got on them. And he was like, okay, if if I can find their information again, I'll try to get back in touch. And that was pretty much it. Mm, That's wild. So this thing comes
1: out, and it looks your way. Yeah. Did you get a look at its face? It was all dark.
3: Like, Dude. it was enough of light in the back of, with the wood, with the fire, to see, not like a whole complete image, mm-hmm. but you know, I could see, not, it was in the silhouette. Right. Uh, but I couldn't see, but with the like, details were... Detail, yeah. Yeah, kind of obscure. But like I said, like, I could see a face, but mm-hmm. I couldn't really see it like...
1: Like eyes, nose, okay. mouth. Like so you didn't notice any anything about the eyes or anything. Nothing, no, 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 it was like yeah,
4: no, no, nothing glowing. Yeah, okay. And you were fishing and you had your lanterns down here. Yeah, so I had. So your night vision was a little off, anyways. because yeah. so I got, it takes what twenty seconds, I think. Yeah, to so you I got to look through. Vision.
3: Yeah, so I got to look through two lanterns, and, and then it's there's backlit. Yeah, yeah, with the backlit of the fire. Yeah. Now, so, could you
1: tell? Was it covered in hair? Could you yeah, tell it that?
3: was. It was hairy because because mm-hmm. it was like I said, it was full hair. It might not have not had a lot of hair on the chest. But it, it was, or the chest hair was thinner, mm-hmm. but it was definitely, like, shaggy.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, did you think at the time Bigfoot, or did you just think something? like? Just, I just
3: thought something. Yeah, like... Because like, I know as a kid, a guy my dad works with ran into Bigfoot down at Peach Bottom. Mm-hmm. And it, like, he came, like, he, he said it ran across the road in front of me. And I know at that point in time, there was a lot of bigfoot and peach bottom area oh yeah, yeah and i'm like been 78 probably yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i'm like all right like i'm not expecting bigfoot to come from hill island right cause i've been all over hill island i've been all over this area and i'm like all right so i didn't know what it was i know it wasn't a bear i've seen bears walk on their back legs and it's they don't they're, w- yeah they're like yeah, yeah. toddle they, yeah. Yeah, yeah they don't stand up and they don't just move at the waist right yeah wow so you just followed away as, like, do you think,
1: like, a spirit or an animal or a, just a weird person? or, or...
3: I, Like, I, it was just one of those things for down here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, I don't want to say this area, like, you just get weird vibes down here all the time. Mm-hmm. When we first, like I said, I graduated high school in 87, so probably 85, 86, we used to come down here when we first started coming down here. And cars used to go down there and they used to, like, everybody used to go parking down here. My might have my brother-in-law. We were all down here camping. And, like, Next thing we heard a bunch of screaming and hollering up on a railroad track. Like I said, there's a lot of people that go parking down there. Mm-hmm. So we didn't think nothing of it. Just figured it was lover's quarrel and stuff. This girl come running down through in her underwear. That's all she had on was her underwear. Just come running down through here. Yelling, it's beating on the car. It's beating on Whoa. the car. Wow. And my dad was like, what? And she's like it's beating on the car it it shook the car so, so us being us we grab our shotguns and we walk up through and this girl's just like hanging out half naked so we walk up we don't see nothing all we see is tail lights going up the road so it must have scared her boyfriend Oh, she <laughs> she left her yeah. oh my goodness oh. she bailed out of the car she bailed out of the oh, car man. and like he took off oh jeez
4: that's what she gets for cheating on Bigfoot <laughs> 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 wow
1: so The screaming was was them screaming. Yes. Have you ever noticed any like not human screams? Out no. Yeah. No.
3: That's the thing from so listening to all your stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting kind of caught up on what they do or what they don't do anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like like I've never heard none of that while I was down here. I mean, it didn't even scream. It didn't growl at me or nothing when it just it, I'm thinking it was more curious about the fire. It could see the fire over mm-hmm. Hill Island. One in was one of the other hundreds of fires that I had down here I think maybe that night it just piqued its interest maybe yeah, yeah did you ever
4: see any like anomalous lights out here that you didn't have any didn't know what it's they were it's the
3: airport dude it's Three Mile Island I know I know like, but you never know yeah like Three Mile Island like back when Three Mile Island had its big deal they were saying there was UFOs flying around Three Mile Island and hovering over Three Mile Island so you would have been out of here during that time yeah 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 <laughs>
4: Tim's like you're braver than me, <laughs> dude.
3: I'm, um, I'm stupid, man. I'll wrestle a grizzly bear with a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fearless, dude. Uh, like, but I used to see things fly around here at nighttime, and I'm like, all right, like airplane, whatever it is, I have no idea. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, there's a lot of air traffic in this
4: corridor, anyways.
1: The rest of that summer, nothing like beat on the side of the trailer or anything. No, no, nothing like nothing would
3: come like after that. I'd always get like always feel like I'm stared at the heebie jeebies. Like, but I was never geeked out like that bad. Like, I was geeked out before that night, right?
1: right. So, well, and and nothing kept you from coming back. Nothing, no, like I said, I
3: keep coming back. But whatever it was, could it, whatever that thing was, it came through the woods thing, it could have hurt me. Like I said, like, I'm. 10 feet from the shot like from my shotgun so i run off the dock up the plank up the hill grab, open the truck door and try to grab the shotgun i'm dead mm. so the best thing for me to do is act natural stay calm uh, and i and, think and, and that's not sh- and not show and not show any kind of aggression yeah i think it, that's because absolutely. i've been from me to him away from black bear like mm-hmm. black bears i was up same time same time i was camping up in the poconos there's a bunch of the lakes that they have up there in uh, Calamencing Trails. Like, they got like $300,000 fancy homes up there, right? Yeah. So I'm up there. I'm taking pictures of this lake. I hear a bunch of rustling behind me. And like, it's thick and stuff like this. I turn around and I see this black head pop through the brush. First thing I thought of it was a black lab. So I'm like, hey, buddy, come here. Come here. Check it out. What are you doing out here? Like, whose, whose house did you run away from? Lo and behold, in your mind... If you don't understand it, your mind tells you what you're supposed to understand. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I assumed it was a black lab because all I saw was this dark head sticking out of the woods, right? So, a 375-pound black bear come walking out, come walking out of the woods, and it just looked at me. Are you serious? You're asking me to come <laughs> come, come, here so you can pet me, thinking I'm a dog? And then just turn and walked up and walked down the road. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think what you did, whether you, whether you knew it or not, like, what you did was the right thing to do. Yeah. You didn't freak out, you didn't yeah. panic, you didn't run, but you didn't yeah. show aggression towards it yeah. either. Now, what made you think to do those that sign language? I mean, because it's amazing. That's like, such a cool detail of the story. I love that.
3: My dad's uncle used to be, he did, um native dancing he yeah like at like the powwows yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 powwows and stuff so I used to go and I used to listen to the, all the old uh, the elder guys talk and I learned the language I haven't spoken it in 20 some years so I don't know it anymore right right and I knew the sign language because I used like I used to do the sign language all the time because I used to be walking down by people and I used to go like that and so it was pretty much like hey we're even like don't worry about nothing like you're, right you're, 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 yeah like. so I used to do that all the time and then I used to read a bunch of like like Native American stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad's uncle just taught me a bunch of sign language. So I'm like, all right, so like this thing just pops out of nowhere and I do know that like Bigfoot or large giant creatures they do like there are certain tribes that say they do protect them there's other tribes that say they don't go out because you're going to get eaten Mm -hmm. so and i'm like all right i got a 50 50 chance (laughs) (laughs) true enough (laughs) 50 50 chance it's either going to eat me or it's going to let me go so i was just like all right and i i don't know if it's just instinctual Mm -hmm. because i just went through the motion like I said, I don't know if it was an ape ape behavior. Like, right? It would, yeah, it would just mimic yeah, what, what yeah, you do.
1: No way to know, but yeah, it's but, so interesting.
3: But it only mimicked one where the it was, peace. Yeah, yeah, like like safe travel, like peace. Or, yeah, like it can be interpreted, too. Okay, like, yeah, 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 several yeah, different yeah, ways yeah. depending on what tribe. But mainly, if you're out like the Sioux, the Cheyenne, they're pretty much cousins. Like the Blackfoot, other tribes. We don't get. I don't want to say we don't get along, but. We are territorial over like hunting grounds and mm-hmm. stuff. So if you're out, you make that say, "Hey, look, I don't like. Don't I'm not gonna mess with you. You're not gonna mess with me. We'll go about our business."
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So if, did, like back in the day, yeah, yeah. if you saw somebody you didn't know and yeah, you did, and they replied, yeah. you were both you knew you were both okay. What the okay. Hand, okay.
4: The, hand, the hand, the sign language was for is mm-hmm. because linguistically you'd be different than somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that would help you be able to communicate.
3: Yeah. So, so that was between nations. So that's yeah. what that was. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just instinctively came out.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I, man, it's, it's such a cool detail. It's such a cool detail of that story. I mean, we'll never know whether we yeah. was talking back or we're just imitating you, like you said. But it's so neat.
3: Yeah, didn't come down, rip my arms off, and beat me to death. With That's true. So, <laughs> didn't yeah. throw in the river. <laughs> yeah, <didn't, laughs> oh. that was, honestly, that was my second choice. Because if it was like, man, if it's coming at me, I'm going to the river. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can swim. There's some yeah. reports. I yeah. don't know, you know. But. <laughs>
3: Uh, But I think at that point in time, I would have been like Jesus and running across the water. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't know how to swim, you would have figured out that Yeah, yeah, yeah. feet don't fail me now because I'm running across the top. I'm running running across the water.
1: Oh, man. Thank you, John. Thank you for your stories.
3: Yeah, really
2: good.
1: So next up, we're going to be talking with Sandra and Chad. They found these three-toed tracks. They were nice enough to send me two casts of them. They're really strange and really neat looking. I showed them to John, who I'd say John is um, cautiously skeptical about a lot of tracks. And uh, he said a lot of these Bigfoot tracks he's seen, like, he was immediately, he goes, nah, nothing was walking and making that
2: track. Mm -hmm.
1: But I showed him these casts of these three-toed tracks, and he said, I don't know about the. He said, you know, I can't say that this is a hoax. He's like, I don't know. He's, I don't know for either way. But he said, you know, just looking at him, he's like, there's some interesting features to him, inc- including an incredibly deep heel mark. So whatever it was, it's, you know, definitely sunk in. I would think the toes would be, you know, if he had a rubber foot, say. Mm-hmm. I think the toes would be the weak
2: point. Floppy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It would be hard to get those to sink in the same as, as the rest of the foot. And these are the, like 15-inch tracks or something. They're, they're pretty big.
2: Yeah, they're a little bigger than my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so.
1: The other interesting thing, besides these weird three-toed tracks, which we in the Bigfoot world tend to think of these three-toed tracks as being in the past, although Chad and I, we found what we thought was three-toed tracks one time. It's interesting that they're kind of coming back. You know, these three-toed tracks that we heard so much about in the 70s and 80s are coming back. That's very interesting. But besides that, This ranger that comes up, and what he does is very strange. So you'll hear Sandra and Chad tell about that. I'm talking with Chad and Sandra tonight, who have found some three-toed tracks and how something kind of interesting happened around them so go ahead and you know tell me what led to you finding the tracks tell me about finding them and get into this odd occurrence that happened after you found them
6: okay yeah it all started like one day i took a sick day from work a personal day just to go out and do a little bit of bigfoot hunting it was on a friday i remember it was march 26th of 2021 so I went out and I was doing a little hiking, this and that I hiked up over a big pipeline and the, the place like where I found the tracks. I went past that I didn't stop there or nothing. I went further back and went up over the pipeline. And i tell you what, that was a heck of a hike. But I got up there and found these small caves and stuff. I was, you know, walking around through and it was pretty weird and didn't really see anything, but I was up there for a while. I kept hearing, it sounded like an electronic whistle. Like every once in a while I would hear it. it. sounded like a whistle, but it had like a buzz of electricity with it. You know what I mean? It was like really weird. Hmm. So I was walking around up there for a while, checking some stuff out. could not find really find anything. So I figured I'd get back down and head down, back down the dirt roads. This place is, it's in the mountains. It's, Pretty known for fly fishing and stuff like that.
1: Do you mind giving just a general area? You don't have to give the exact place.
6: Dunbar Mountains in Fayette County. I mean, I can tell you the place, it's called Betty Knox. And there's, like, a story about that, like, back in the day, I guess, in the 1800s or something, there was a family. The Knox family lived back there. And they had, like, a, a graced mill or something. And their daughter, Betty, she delivered flower and stuff around to the people who lived on the mountain, you know. One day she was out, I guess. Well, this is the story that I heard anyway. But I guess one day she was out and found a soldier that was injured. And he defected from the, I guess the Civil War was going on. And he defected and ran off. And he was hurt pretty bad. And she took him home and uh, fixed him all up and everything. And I guess they fell in love. So... A little bit later on, soldiers came and found him, and I guess they just disappeared. And no one ever seen him since.
7: They found her ox chained to the tree burned or something.
6: Yeah, yeah, they found her ox dead chained to a tree, like, all burn up and everything. Mm-hmm. But supposedly, her ghost still walks around the mountain, looking, I guess, looking for him, <laughs> hmm. which is pretty strange because apparently she's supposed to be a woman in white
1: oh uh, ha, ha, ha. oh <laughs> yeah. interesting
6: so anyway i get down off the pipeline and i'm driving back down out of there a little ways and and just drive and i look over and i see the sandbank you know i'm thinking mm, that'd be a good place to look for tracks not thinking i'd find anything and i walked over there and i mean they were just everywhere the first thing that caught my eye, there were like two sets, like these two things walked up out of the water right beside each other up the bank. And then there were just tracks all over the place, like all around everywhere. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe I found that. Because I've been doing this for a little while now, and I've never really found anything for, except for like a couple of tree breaks and, you know.
1: Yeah, I, you know, people... Ask me all the time, like, have you found any tracks? I found a couple, what I call like maybe tracks. Like, tracks aren't easy to find, you don't run into them that often. And no, I'm no. out, I'm out a lot. So, yeah, when you sent me this, I was really, really interested. Were you aware of like these three toed tracks before?
6: Yeah, I heard about the ones that like Stan Gordon's people found back in the 70s. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I ever really heard about three toed tracks. Well, the ones from Boggy Creek, too, but. They looked a lot different than these, you know, because I've I've seen pictures of the ones that Gordon's people found and the ones from Boggy Creek, and they're like totally different.
1: Yeah, some of them look real bird-like. These are yeah, these are bulky. Like I'll put a picture <laughs> yeah. up of the cast you sent me so everybody can okay. see. These are like bulky. I didn't measure them. What about fifteen inches long, maybe?
6: Yeah, they were fourteen by six.
1: Okay, fourteen by six. Yeah, yeah
6: the stride length was five and a half foot
1: that's pretty big
6: yeah that's what i was thinking too it was i was like wow i I couldn't believe it i could not believe i found these things and there was a bank on the side it was like clay where one stepped and it slid down like six inches and i got behind it with my foot and i like put all my weight down like Tried to shove my foot down, and my foot only went down like a half an inch. Mm. So whatever they were, they were heavy, too.
1: Yeah, that one and you sent that... me, the heel imprint is deep.
6: Yeah, yeah, there was quite a few. Like, see, a lot of them were, like, really deep like that, but then all the sand fell back down in them, you know what I mean?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
6: It was, it was hard to pick, like, good ones out to cast, and that was the first time I ever casted anything, and some of them I did too thin, and I don't know. But man, I tell you what, the ones I did get, like some of the ones that I was telling you about that are broke that I got to glue, I wanted to send you like one of the really good ones, which maybe here when I get them glued back together, I'll probably send you one of those because they had some pretty good detail in them.
1: Locally here in York County, there were some three-toed tracks back in the 70s as well, and those were different even from the other ones, different from the ones I've seen yeah, down in Boggy Creek. Different from the ones I saw, Stan had. These were like kind of if you if you imagine like a real thin, like a take your typical Bigfoot footprint and like yeah. thin it out a little bit, and then just have three big toes, like short toes. They weren't kind of long like the ones you sent. They're like three short toes, really weird stuff. Wow! What do you think when you find these?
7: You came back and got me. Oh, yeah, yeah he
6: was, was at work, and I was blowing her phone up like crazy, like you're not gonna believe what I found. And I'd have been crazy. scared
1: to leave him. I would have called my wife and had her bring the <laughs> casting stuff to me. I would have sat there right with him.
6: Well, she was in Morgantown, West Virginia at the time.
7: Yes, I worked an hour away at the time. okay, he was so excited.
6: I was just so excited, I was like, I gotta go get something to cast these, like, right, <laughs> I just couldn't believe that I found like that many tracks. And I could tell that there had to be two different creatures because the one set of tracks, I think it was the left foot.
7: The toe was before. the
6: toes were like crooked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had a cast of it. It's one of the ones that broke and I'm gonna get it glued back together. But I'm gonna have to send you some of the other pictures I have because there's a few of them I took that are really good where you can actually see that the toes are crooked on it. Like it might have broke its foot or something and it healed like that or
7: that's one of the first things that I noticed because I'm looking at it like, is this a hoax? Could somebody have done this? We're like taking all these pictures, you're casting. And then I saw the toes on the one. And I was like, that cannot be faked. Like mm-hmm. the way it was, like it was hurt, mm. you know, and the toe was messed up. And the funniest thing, a, uh, a forest ranger came to ask what we were doing mm-hmm. and i'll never forget what chad did he told the guy to stop stop don't walk and this guy gave him this look like what <laughs> you're yelling at me he goes <laughs> don't step on these tracks
6: he walked up and started like kicking around and yeah, like, was like trying to
5: kick him like
7: kicking yeah. his foot around and he's like have you ever seen anything like this he, he, what did he say yeah, Yeah, you'll have those things around here. Something he's like, like, well... I can't remember.
6: He's like, well, what are you doing there, buddy? I was like, well, I'm trying to cast these. And I'm like, you're trying to kick them all around and cover them up. And he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. And I'm like, well... Like, have you, you ever seen anything like this before? And he he looked around for a minute. Looked dead at me in the face and said... Yeah, you'll have that. Turned yeah. around, got in his truck, and left. Yeah.
1: See, that's a little weird. Blew
7: my mind. The way you oh, talked wow. to him, like, I was scared to death that he was, like, going to arrest you for something stupid. Cause you, for like what, talking to him? Yeah, well, you yelled <laughs> at him. You're like, stop. <laughs>
6: I was in the moment. I was excited. I was like, no way. You're not destroying these trigger <laughs> <frigid laughs> prints before I can cast them. Uh-uh. And I probably already had, like, four of them done. I think I made five altogether. Well, no, I made, like, eight.
7: Yeah, there was but a few of them the were
6: way too thin and they just fell apart. I remember
7: telling him like, "Don't worry, I'll clean up the
6: mess." Oh, we then clean the mess up. But yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it that he just looked at me, said that, got in his truck, and left. I wish I would have remembered to get his name. Yeah, now. I wish I would. He probably gave it to me, but
1: was it like state or was a, a local ranger?
6: Uh don't know. Well, most of them around here are state. Hmm. For the game lands and stuff. So I'm guessing, I'm pretty sure, because this, actually, this place, have you ever heard of Ahiapau?
1: Oh, the name's ringing a bell.
6: It's like a vacation spot in the mountains around here. Falling water. Oh, okay, water, yeah, like, sure, that's what, yeah, there. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, he was probably, I'd say he's one of the guys from up there, because it,
7: it's only 10 minutes.
6: Yeah, but... as the crow flies, it's probably like three or four miles from Pau mm-hmm. down over the mountain a little way, yeah.
1: He so didn't get any more confrontational with you, to tell you to leave or anything like that.
6: No, no, which really surprised me. Waiting yeah, he was waiting for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, how many tracks did you do you think you got to cast then?
6: That were good. Uh, what five of them? Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five of them.
7: Probably eight total. Well, eight all
6: together, but like I. Three, I think three of them were like way too thin. when We took them out; they fell apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Like you said, that's his first time casting ever. <laughs> yeah.
6: Next time, if I ever find anything, I think I know how to do it pretty well now. That I can, you know, recover them pretty good.
1: Would you run the hardware store and just get plaster, or did you get hydrocal? Would you end up using
6: plaster? Yeah. Yeah. Quickest thing I could find. I ran to Walmart real quick and grabbed a few things of that, and I I flew back up there.
1: I'm kind of jealous. Like, I found one that was pretty good, but it wasn't deep. It was real thin on this, like, real hard-packed mud on the side of the – no, this was a 5-2 to on the side of a the street or side of a road, rather. And yeah. uh, I, it wasn't castable. And I've seen – the other ones I found have been, like, in either real light <laughs> snow – or they were in mud that was so loose and gooey that you know they, they weren't really worth casting. So uh, yeah,
6: there were some real good ones along the creek, but they had like you know water in them and stuff. But man, if I could have casted one of those, it was re- the detail in it and everything. It was unreal.
1: Supposedly the hydrocal you can cast in the water. I don't know any more about it. That's yeah, just gonna, what I've heard.
6: I'm gonna get some of that stuff. That's what I heard about it too. Like you know, muddy and water and stuff. It's like no problem to use in.
7: And you could tell that it came up out of the water because I took some video from the creek going up into the sand. And you could tell that they came up out of the water. Yeah, there's oh, wow. two they, weren't walking, yeah they weren't walking along the creek and then up the bank. They came up out of the water.
1: And how deep like was the water?
6: Uh, I'd say about the deepest part of that's probably about four foot, three foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's probably about 20 foot wide right there. You know, there's like deep spots, low spots.
1: Right, right. So, you know, like you said, three-toed tracks back in the day, Stan Gordon and those guys, that was the thing. And then right. we I haven't heard too many stories of them. Chad and I thought we found some... One day, way back along Muddy Creek here in York County, those are the ones I was saying were like, it was so muddy and they were so mushed up. It was hard, you know, I I don't think, plus we were five miles in. I don't think we really felt like hiking back out and getting anything to (laughs) cast and then going back in there. But they looked kind of like the ones I was saying, those ones from earlier, which made me think, oh, maybe whatever was leaving these three-toed tracks are still around. But, man, these tracks you got are really interesting. Really, really interesting. I can't see somebody putting on fake feet and getting those tracks.
6: No, I like we thought about like if someone hoaxed this or, but when I saw that where it stepped along that clay bank and it slid down like six inches and I tried to do the same thing and man, I'm telling you, I put all my weight and I got like a half inch and I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is hoaxed.
5: Mm. Yeah.
6: No way. Yeah.
1: Very, very strange and super exciting. So how long have you been doing this Bigfoot?
6: Mm, i'd say what about four years now mm-hmm. something like that her and i always go hiking we love to hike and be outdoors and a little yeah. while back i started listening to podcasts at work and i i found sasquatch chronicles i started listening to that and then i heard you on there and i started listening to you and i was like you know when i was a kid i was always into bigfoot i remember like since second grade i'd go to the library get out the Loch Ness Monster Bigfoot books. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was into it big time when I was young, like monsters, horror movies, all this stuff. And then life hits you and kind of forget about stuff. You know, it's in the back of your mind. And then I always thought Bigfoot was out west. Right. You know, like California, Oregon, Washington, up Canada. And then when there started being sightings around like Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, I was like, wait a minute something i can do in my own backyard so i bought some equipment and just started going at it
1: so you ever run into anything else strange
6: well we've seen ufos like crazy around here because i mean we live on the chestnut ridge so it's just the crazies everywhere it's yeah. it's everywhere around here i mean i'm constantly seeing stuff in the sky
7: you probably watch that one thing for about what an hour
6: yeah we have some videos of one at one night what this that was about what, three or four years ago. I think years. that's the thing that kicked everything off. It got us into like wanting to ghost hunt and do all this mm-hmm. stuff. Because we like, you know, ghost hunt, UF we're into UFOs, Bigfoot, everything pretty much. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I it's walked <laughs> I walked outside. It was a Saturday night around ten o'clock. I went to get something out of my truck that I left in my truck from work the day before. I think it was my backpack, I take. But anyway, I looked up above my garage, and there was just this big, bright, white light just glowing. I mean, glowing. It was probably about the size of a Volkswagen bus.
7: It was huge. It was big. And it just glued so bright, and it kept on, like, pulsing. Yeah, it would would dim down, down and then it would go out, and then you can't see my hands, but it's like a circle, then in, out, pulse, pulse, pulse. We have videos of
6: that, too, but It doesn't show up very good on the video. It'll, like, disappear, come back, it'll disappear. It's so weird.
1: No, that's been... Anytime I've seen that we've tried to get these weird lights on film or even just still pictures of them, they just don't turn out. I can't
5: explain it.
6: I think it's digital cameras.
5: Could
1: be.
6: I really do. So I'm going to get a couple of, like, maybe those old Sony But it takes the tapes, you know, the video, the camcorders that take the tapes. Yeah. I have a a Sonic one, I think, but I need to get a battery for it.
7: If they show up
6: any better. Yeah. See if anything shows up any better on those. Because everything I have right now is digital, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, 99% of people are carrying in their pocket.
6: (laughs) Yeah, right, right.
1: That place, Site 7 we talk about, we've tried so many times to get those lights on camera, and they just either can't get them at all, or if they're, like, red or green, and you take a picture of them, they turn up white and everything just mm-hmm. just yeah. looks like a white pinpoint in the woods. You know, it's, it's so unimpressive that you show people and they're like, so what? You know, <laughs> it's it,
7: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it had a little bit of color to it as well.
6: Yeah, it did. It, it changed like, it was like a bluish
7: mm-hmm. green, green, I think.
6: like a bluish green, blue to white. It was weird mm-hmm. it, and it was big too. With the whole
7: video, was just white.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it showed up in the videos. But it sat there for what? How long do you mm-hmm. think? It was like over a, an hour. It was
7: over an hour because we tried to chase it. We tried to go up on the hill, go further up to see if we get closer to it. But by the time we got there, it disappeared. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was trying to capture the pulsing. And every time it pulsed on camera, it looked like when it would go out, it looked like it just like it exploded into a bunch of little stars. But it oh, didn't. Wow. You know, it was just the way the camera made it
1: look right yeah but, yeah it
7: was very disappointing
6: <laughs> yeah well that thing was amazing <laughs> even
7: we had all our children out there watching it too and
6: <laughs> then we they took were
7: really getting. yeah it, we all got,
6: got in the car and up behind our house like up my garage is across the street and up behind my garage is a big hill and the top of the hill and there's a huge the graveyard yeah from the 1800s
7: yeah, it's a very old cemetery.
6: And we were up in the cemetery watching it in the car, where we got like the video and stuff. And then I think what it, it started to go, it started to take off.
5: It, it that's why we get. followed it, mm-hmm. tried
6: to follow it, tried but we lost it, it. Yeah, but and it wasn't moving very fast; it was going pretty slow. But we somehow we lost it.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: If you had to guess, how high was it? I know it's really hard to guess, especially at night. Mm-hmm. A
6: hundred yards. 100 150 yards it wasn't up real real far real, but it, but it
7: wasn't close but it
6: wasn't super close I, either Yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. really think. I think we have a video i got a i have a youtube where i, I have like maybe what 12 videos on there or something yeah, I, I have like, like six subscribers but it's just like you know the videos i have of the tracks and stuff are on it and a few like ufo's that we've seen that we've captured are on it and stuff. It's called a uh, Chestnut Ridge Paranormal. So if you want to check it out,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think
6: we have one or two videos of that one on there, but they're not that great.
7: No, yeah.
6: that one we saw at the supermarket that day when we were at Martin's. Mm-hmm. I have it on there, and that one's pretty crazy. That was pretty
7: close to what we saw. Yeah, kind it was pulse. It was a big. No, it just light. lit up.
6: Yeah, it's yeah. on there. It's a short, and I think it has the most views and. It was just a real bright light, and we only recorded it for a couple seconds because we were thinking it might have been a helicopter or something, but it was broad daylight, and that thing was super bright, and it did not make a sound. Hmm. I don't know why we didn't record that thing longer.
7: I don't know. We wanted to get dinner and go home.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Kids, were waiting. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) That's another thing, too. The place where I found those tracks, about a quarter mile up, up, the road away from there, there's an old cemetery. I think it is the Knox family cemetery. Cause it's really old. It's across the, you have to cross the Creek to get to it. And I think there's only like eight tombstones in it. And it's like up on the mountainside a little bit. I think we're going to get back there. Maybe sometime and do an investigation. Mm-hmm. See if we can get anything.
7: Did you tell them about the feces that we found? Out oh there? yeah. Did you get the, I did I
1: get, yeah, pictures. I got the pictures. I forgot to bring it up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what that you...
7: was right back there at um, Eddie Knox was... as well. Yeah,
1: it
6: was a little bit further back to Creek. Yeah,
7: uh, of course we're putting out trail cameras and stuff around there, see if we can catch whatever made those tracks. That's probably about what the second or third time. Yeah, that we never catch anything but fishermen. Mm-hmm. But uh, and deer and deer, lots of deer. He stepped right over it, didn't even notice. I, I didn't like, even see it. Stop! Look! <laughs> Look
6: at that! She screamed, "Stop!" I almost crapped myself because I thought she saw something like big. The way she screamed, my <laughs> stomach
5: just.
6: oh my goodness,
7: I've ever seen in my life. Because if that was a bear, we'd be in trouble. Because that'd be. It
6: was fresh too.
7: Yeah, it was it's...
6: pretty fresh. It couldn't have been there but a couple of hours. Yeah.
1: Was that around the same time you found the tracks?
7: No, no, that was
6: that was just this past summer. Yes, a year, years? a year.
7: A year of yeah. year.
6: I found the tracks in March twenty one. Okay. So that yeah, this was just a couple of months ago. In the same place, same area. <laughs> yep, same area. But yeah, you've seen that in the picture. It's almost as big around as my water bottle was. Yeah. We don't have bear that big around here. Right.
7: <laughs> no,
6: and yeah, if there is a bear that big running around. Road, I don't know if I'd
7: want to go back in the
6: woods. I would know too, because I used to hunt and I'm friends with a lot of hunters. I don't really hunt anymore, but I'm still friends with a lot of people that hunt, and someone would have seen it.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: True.
6: Maybe. But all my uncles and aunts, they grew up 200 yards up the road from that place.
7: The
5: Mountains, yeah. So I'm
6: related to half the mountainside, you know? And if there was a bear that big running around up there, I'd know about it. I'd have to know about it.
1: Yeah, word usually oh, yeah. gets out when there's big ones around. Yeah. People especially
6: want to be that big. Yeah, because
1: they're they're not shy. They're gonna get in your garbage and everything else.
6: Oh yeah. Yeah. When we found the scat that day, I have to send you the picture. I'm not sure, but it looks like a real small three toed track. I took a picture of it. I'll send it to you to check out, and it looks no bigger than the size of my fist, maybe a little bit smaller, but it it looks like a Three-toed track.
7: Maybe an animal. not really sure.
6: But mm-hmm. the toes aren't very long like the other ones. You know what I mean? They were, like, shorter, stubbier. Yeah. So I don't know. And it, it might not be anything. Yeah.
1: Well, supposedly, oh, Chad told me the other day, we have a line on a uh, place to camp out on Chestnut Ridge. Now, I know Chestnut Ridge is a big area. I'm not sure how close it is to you. But if we get out that way, I'll have to give you a call, and maybe you can show us around. Sure. That's not a problem at all. Awesome. I'm excited to go. <laughs> Well, Sandra, Chad, thank you so much for sharing your stories. You know, keep me in mind if anything else happens. You know we're right here. I love hearing about this stuff.
6: Oh, you got it, Tim. Believe me, I'm going to be going out a lot now since the leaves are off the trees. I'm going to be out looking. So if I do find anything, if we find anything at all, I'll let you know.
1: Awesome. Thank you. not Halloween, Allison. Your selection here. You promised Halloween until Halloween. It's I, Halloween adjacent.
2: It's Halloween adjacent.
1: Hex, no. <laughs> it's weird because this Alfred Shoemaker, there's another Shoemaker, Henry Shoemaker, that was a folklorist. I don't think they're related. Henry Shoemaker did a lot of Pennsylvania folklore. This is a book on hex symbols from 1953, the Pennsylvania Dutch Folklore Center at Franklin and Marshall College. It's about hex signs.
2: Oh, this is interesting, because they have a quote from Wallace Nutting in it, who is an artist who used photographs. Mm -hmm. Like, I have some Wallace Nutting. He's not very popular right now, but he did that, like, sort of photographs of, like, colonial settings redone in the early 1900s. And um, they're always nicely tinted, but they have a a peculiar look to them, I think, which I, I really enjoy. It said he opened the floodgates to speculation when he wrote the ornaments on barns found in Pennsylvania and to some small extent in western Jersey go by the local name of hexafus or Witchfoot and they are supposed to be a continuance of a very ancient tradition according to which these decorative marks were potent to protect the barn or more particularly the cattle from the influence of witches. The hexafus was added to its decoration as a kind of spiritual or demonic lightning rod. He says he got this interpretation of the symbols from a man he met in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, who convinced him that the immigrants brought this tradition with them from the Palatinate. If you like Pennsylvania Dutch paintings and motifs and decorations, and and if you love barns. If you love barns, this is a particularly barn-filled book with some really fantastic ornamentation.
1: Yeah, I have a fairly complete collection of... Pennsylvania Dutch folklore books, especially related to hex signs and so forth. And I don't have this one in my collection. So I'm not sure how rare it is, but I don't come across it a lot. Hex, no! (laughs) We'll have a photo of this booklet in the show notes at strangefamiliars.com. If you click on that, it should take you to our Etsy shop where you can purchase this. And some other curiosities of the week are left. Last week's tin is not. But there are other curiosities left. There's even some of the old Photo of the Week left when we did the Photo of the Week. Along with that, you can get Glow-in-the-Dark Strange Familiars t-shirts. As of now, we still have them in every size, small through 3X. We may not make them again, though. This might be your one time to get Glow-in-the-Dark shirts. My thought was if they sold out quickly, I'd make them again. Mm -hmm. But this probably is it. So if you want a Glow-in-the-Dark shirt, now's the time to get them. I'm not sure how long they're going to last, but once these sell out, we probably won't make them again, at least not with this design. You can find that there. You can find the traditional Strange Familiars blue Awoken Tree logo shirts there. You can find my books, some of my music's there, my art, original Zen prints, antique photographs, Allison has listed, and much more. Shop name is Lost Grave. If you type in Strange Familiars, you should see our stuff come up. Wire on Etsy. Check out Chad Shop, Ruck Rabbit Outdoors, and our friends at Karmic Garden as well. Halloween's a coming.
2: Can't be stopped.
1: What are you dressing as? Allison. Hmm. Same costume every year.
2: Maybe you cherish, I should just take a different Allison song. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I will be doing Elvis Costello's okay. Allison. And then uh, next year I'm going to do Slow Dive.
1: Pixies after that.
2: Pixies. I mean, there's, there's a lot to choose from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our Halloween show next week will be early. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to drop. Maybe on Halloween, maybe a little bit before. It's a two-parter with Monster Fuzz. I think we're going to do part one on Strange Familiars and part two on Monster Fuzz. Always so, a
2: good time with the Monster Fuzz boys.
1: They are good conversationalists. I do enjoy speaking with them. We will not have a Thursday show next week though. So, that will be our show for next week whenever it drops. It might be might be Sunday, might be Monday. I'm not sure if we're going to do part 1 the day before or just both parts on Halloween. I know they're planning on releasing their part on Halloween. So, we'll see how we're going to plan that out, but that will be our Halloween show. For our patrons, as I said, we're doing the Tamlin Paranormal Ballad Show. And we're also going to do an extra bonus AMA show for our patrons as well for Halloween. So, a lot of Halloween content coming for patrons and for everyone. So, stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Strange Familiars. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. If you want to hear more or purchase music by Stone Breath, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. Strange Familiars is on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars. We're on Instagram, at strangefamiliars, and you can find us on the web at strangefamiliars.com.
8: this path it is not straight though very narrow is its way my feet they are not wide to this long and lonely stream step by step the wine broken okay. I need-